All right, we're back. A little after four. We welcome in Bill Simmons. Had a little uh, football with him. I don't think Bill's been on all four. I can't remember. I was trying to think if he was. I don't think so. What's going on, Bill? I don't know. I, I'm not on your list anymore, apparently. Oh, stop, it's fine. Stop, it's fine. Stop, stop. So you, and I'm uh, available. I asked you a couple of times, and you never got back to me. I texted no, you. No, let's, let's yeah. tell Let's tell America what really happened. The what? Red Sox beat the Yankees and won the World no, Series. No, that's when we talked. We talked. No, and then, I, no I, that was I it. And your, then I'm not on anymore. I gave you a chance after that to come on and crow. I already and did that. that. Was it. No, that. you're licking your wounds. Yes, I already, I already did that. What, all right, let's get to the games. Uh, uh, Chiefs and Colts. Go ahead. Start there. Well, before we get to that, I just wanted to congratulate the Yankees on the uh, 2019 rebuilding plan. I think they, it's smart. They haven't really done much, to be honest with you. I know everyone waiting yeah, for them. Smart. You know, they, they actually have been smart and they've been patient, which I didn't think they would be. I mean, I thought they'd run out and do something crazy. But they, I haven't loved some of the design. Uh, but you know what? They have enough to be dangerous, definitely. They'll be in the mix. They, they'll definitely I think dangerous. it's smart. They threw, they're throwing away 2019. The Red Sox are just too good. And why mess with that? <laughs> Just wait until the Red Sox hey, peter out see, in a couple I wanna, years, I then make a run. Your, uh, I, I, want, I would have taken a Valdi, though, if I were the Yankees. That's one thing I would have done is taken a Valdi. Uh, that, that's I'm glad you didn't. I know. He's unbelievable. Didn't. He is he is unbelievable. All right, let's get to the games here. Rams and uh, – uh, let's start with the uh, – we'll do them in, in time order. Uh, Chiefs and yeah. Colts. Uh, uh, Chiefs and, and uh, Colts. Are you on the Colts like 99.9% oh, of America? Well, I'm, I'm a little different. I've been on the Colts since, like, October. They've been my favorite team to kind of bet against. I actually had them at 20-1 to 1 to win the AFC South, and they're 2-5. and five. I just like them because they can move the ball, and they have a good quarterback, and they can block. So, last week, I was surprised. I thought, I, I thought they were the best bet last week. It turned out to be the only bet that I actually won. But uh, I look at this one, and it just feels like a three-point line to me. And I'm getting two extra points with the Colts. Like, they get first downs. The Chiefs are historically bad at giving up first downs. They gave up 419 this year. Um, the Colts, the last three months, you go by any advanced metric, they're playing pretty much as well as, as the Chiefs. And then defensively, the Chiefs had the two good pass rushers, but the Colts have an awesome offensive line. And then here's the, here's the thing, Mike. KC has a lot of baggage. Oh, They have a lot of skeletons. Insane Their amount. Andy Reid and he, the Chiefs married the coach who has a ton of baggage too. So together they have so yeah. much baggage, it's almost scary. It's double baggage. It is. And they it haven't is. won a playoff game at home since 94. They're like 0-6. Andy Reid has his own playoff thing. Luck's gone in there and, and won a crazy game against them. Yeah, 28 and, points uh, down. Yeah. So you have, like, normally I'd be worried about the Dome team in Arrowhead, but I do feel like if they Colts keep it close, I think that crowd's going to get really nervous. And there's just a lot of skeletons there. Now, this has been the decade where skeletons have been excised left and right. But I like if the Colts, if it's close, I feel like it's a three-point game, and I really feel like they can win. I'll tell you, I can't believe uh, how uh, when I looked at the roster – and I, I, and I am an unavowed, you know, luck guy. I've been since he came in the league, before he came in the league. I, I mean, he's been my guy all along. And I actually, in July, they were telling me, oh, we don't even know if he's going to start, blah, blah, blah. Right. So I'm looking at that roster saying, my God, they can't win seven games this year. If they do, I'll be thrilled. I'll be overjoyed. 
they open one and five, I say, okay, that's an over on the, that's, you know, in the bank. And they wind up running the table after that. Yeah. And I was thrilled that they won all the games, but I have to tell you, I was stunned and they have retreaded guys. And also Nelson rarely does a guy turn out to be as good as everyone projected him to be. He turned out to be better. And then, Ebron, after a nothing career, you know, is a guy who catches a million touchdown passes this year. And Leonard and and Nelson and everything has worked right. And they have been unbelievable. And, you know, I think they are playing probably right now as well as anybody in the playoffs. I mean, they're playing unbelievably good football. Somebody called them today the best six seed in history of the sport. They might be that good. I mean, they are playing great. I wouldn't be... I'm actually going to be a little surprised if the Chiefs beat them. <laughs> Me too. And you didn't mention their rookie running back. Yeah, who, he's playing um, great. Yeah, but the offensive line has been a holy force. I mean, it's been unbelievable. Yeah. It really has. Nelson has been as valuable. He actually has been one of the biggest and most important players in the whole sport this year. That's how much he has transformed that line. He has made it a nasty, tough, physical line. He really has. And uh, Great I, listen, trade. We agree. We agree. I mean, the Colts, uh, everyone loves them. And this is one time I think everybody's right. I, re- I really do. All right, the Mike, second hate, game. You, Good. you know I hate being on the side where the public is. So do I. So but, do I. Um, so do I. In this case, I, I actually think the line should be two points lower. So uh, somebody's betting the Chiefs. I agree. Uh, I agree. I, th- I when I made the line, I thought it was going to be three. I agree with you. I thought I, I always make the lines when the matchup happens, and I thought the line was going to be three. I'm surprised. It's actually in some places five and a half, five five and a half. Yeah. So I'm, I'm actually surprised. I agree with you. Um, and like I said, the whole world's on one side in this game. I mean, the whole world. So we know that. But this time, I happen to agree with them. The night game. Uh, we know the Cowboys are going to have a million fans in the building. I mean, probably half the building. Uh, we know we yep. know that the Rams haven't been as good since they lost Cooper Cup. Gurley's been banged up. They lost a little. I mean, they won a lot of games, but they lost a little their mojo. Here come the Cowboys off a big win. If this game was in Dallas, I think my gut would say Dallas. My gut says Rams, and I don't like the Rams. I mean, I don't root for the Rams. I don't like the Rams, but I think the Rams are going to win the game. I feel like it's a, it's almost a stay away because I could see I could see golf being terrible the I Dallas see that too. seven I is really good I, I agree with uh, that you pointed out it's going to be half Cowboys fans and we've seen this over and over again with the LA teams it, it's half but it's a really loud half you're getting like fans that really give a crap about the fact that they went to the game and they get yes. to cheer the Cowboys Yes. So it, it's always like a weird dynamic for those games. It's a Saturday night. The Saturday night football games are always weird in the playoffs. And then uh, the fact that Gurley's not healthy. I'm with you. I think they miss Cup. I don't think their defense is that great. And uh, and I, I just don't trust Goff. I felt I thought this line should have been like four, four and a half. And what's interesting is, you know, they dominated the Seattle game last week. Now Seattle's coaching staff, I thought, really helped, but. The reality was that was not a two-point game. No, that was they, a game they, 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 they could have won team. by 17, 20. They were, they were just way better. And the fact that Seattle was lingering around late and it ended up being a two-point, I actually and got, think it and screwed got up a great, the line. And got a great cover. And got a great cover. They really yeah, did. miracle cover. But I think that screwed up the line. I feel like the line for this should be at least six. Seven seems high. And uh, I don't know. I, I just think uh, I, if when the score is take 20, the point. If the score is 23 to 7, are you convinced a hundred percent the Rams won? No. Okay. 
No, because I, I think Dallas, I like their front seven. I think they can move the ball and I think they can block. I was the, the one thing with me I always look for on the road is can you block? You know, and I think the Chiefs D, the previous game, if it was the right kind of team, I think they could blow somebody out in round two. I but don't trust either quarterback, but now, now I'm trying to trust. I'm, now, here's the one difference in this game is that we're going to find out right now if all the buzz and all the noise and all the everything about this coach, let's see if he makes a difference in this game tomorrow in terms of game plan, in terms of preparation. Because we know, let's be honest, Garrett's been getting killed for, forever about the way he runs the team, everything else, yes. everything they do. Now he has a coach who has gotten an insane amount of credit. He's become almost the model for the new the, the new coach that everyone looks to try and find. They try to find him. Now yes. let's see if he makes a difference in this game, if his team – I've seen his team at times look very prepared. I, I saw that early this season. I said, boy, they're crisp. They're crisp in everything they do. But I've seen them fall off lately, and Gurley, I heard this week, was very good. I heard he was very strong, very positive. So I heard good things about him. That's a positive. And I think the Cowboys have to get a, a huge game out of Elliott to win the game. I don't think they have to get a huge game out of Gurley. I think they have to get a huge game out of, out of Elliott because I don't trust Pre- – Pre- if it's third and long, Prescott's going to have a long day. Yeah, I agree with that. I, Prescott, it's weird. So you'll watch him in certain games, and you're like, oh, Prescott, he's good. Oh, that guy's coming along. And then you see him in other games, like, wow, that yeah. guy, Jesus, he's not going to be their quarterback in two years. I, I don't know. I, I don't think either of these teams are Super Bowl teams. And the fun, the fun, there's a bet you can make right now where you could basically bet all the games so that it comes out to both L.A. teams will be hosting um, to title games. It's 36 right. to 1. So if you, if you think it's going to be a double L.A. game a week from now, 36 to 1. The That's Chargers it, it, would have to win, obviously. The Eagles would have to beat the Saints. And the Colts would – I'm sorry, the uh, Colts would have to beat the Chiefs. What would be – what Super? What, how much would America like this Super Bowl? Colts, Cowboys. Colts, Cowboys. Do people like the Colts? I don't think people care about the Colts. But I think the Colts I, by then with luck would have such a thing going. And I think that would have, I mean, you could put the Chiefs in there, the same thing. Putting the Cowboys in there would give it a Cowboys lot. Cowboys is a win. A lot yeah. of buzz. A lot of buzz. Mahomes, I actually think, I think Mahomes I, and Rivers. I, I think Rivers I, matters to people. I know this is going to be hard for you to take, but I actually think people are tired of the seeing the Patriots. I think they're tired of them. I have to, <laughs> you I, mean I think, eight years ago? Yeah. I just think they're just tired of It's almost like they're on Geritol now and they're still there. I mean, it's a, and we'll get to them in a second, but I actually think there's a fatigue with them now. I actually, I, I actually think that. So I think that people want to see some new blood there, whether you see Mahomes or see Luck or see something like that. They want to see some new blood. But what's your pick in this, in, in this game? I have Dallas plus seven. Okay. And I agree on the Pats fatigue, but I think that's been the case since like 2012. All right, let's get to the game. We know that Chargers have better players. I heard yep. this week two things. One, I heard that the Pats were the healthiest they've been all year. And two, sure. I heard they had a sensational week of practice. I mean, they were in pads midweek, and they were pounding. And 
someone told me they look great. I mean, I said, oh, great. That's what I want to hear. But I, they, they said now it could be just nonsense, but that was the buzz I heard this week. And Chargers got some sneaky injuries out of last week's game. I think the Chargers have more talent. I think the Chiefs, I mean, I think the Pats look tired. We all know it. Now, I know where you're going on the game, but uh, are you worried about this game or are you confident about this game? What do you mean you know where I'm going? What if I, I took the Chargers the plus four? You'd be shocked? Yes, stunned. Stunned. Yes. Um, stunned. Listen, this is the worst Patriots team in probably since 2006. Yeah, I agree. And the 2006 team was better. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's come full circle. They're favored by four somehow, but yet I don't feel like anybody thinks they can win the game. And everybody's looking for all these reasons why the Chargers are going to come in and win. And this is kind of the foundation of the Belichick-Brady era. You know, if you go back to like the 01 to 05 range, this was over and over again. Oh, they, yeah, they we're finally going to be able to get rid of these guys. And then they would pull it out again. I think there's some things that line up to them. I like the fact that it's an early Sunday game with the West Coast team. The Pats have won their last 16 at home. I think that's relevant. I think, including it's very games. I think it's very relevant. And the weather's going to break their way, too. It's be 20 degrees. Yep. And then if you actually really dig in and look at the Chargers' offense the last, like, five, six weeks, it's just not that good. Well, you got to take like out they, the two Raven games because the Ravens should have beat them even last Sunday. The Ravens own them on defense. The Ravens yeah. matched up great against them. They couldn't move the ball on the Ravens either time. They never moved it. Last week they got the ball basically on the goal line and couldn't get it in the end zone against the Ravens. But the Ravens' D is much better than the Patriots' D. Much better. Yeah, but I think the, the Pats have a really good secondary. I'm going to use the word really good. I, I the agree. And I really it, do. I think it's the I one thing for their team. I agree with so, you. And Chung is a tremendous player. I agree with you. I agree. Yes. So the, the Chargers last week, Rivers threw 32 times, 160 yards. They ran the ball 33 times for 89 yards. They really didn't do anything. No, Lamar but Jackson again, that was a good coaches. defense. That was a really good defense, though. It was a defense yeah, that owned still, them. Yeah. It's West Coast team playing on the East Coast. To beat the Pats, this is why I was worried about playing Baltimore this week. I just think you can run the ball down the pass throat and, and control the clock and keep Brady off the field. I don't know if the Chargers have the kind of team to do that. And then you throw in the whole Belichick, Brady. Um, the question for me is the big picture question. If the Pats lose this game, I think, I think it's over. Like, I really do. And it, and it was an unbelievable run. It was two decades. But if they can't even get out of round two with a bye, with a really healthy team, um, I don't know what the upside is going forward with the 42-year-old QB and the coach who's about to be 70 and hey, a bunch of drafts end. that have It has like to that. end somewhere. It has to end. We saw it. Peyton Manning he came back from the neck surgeries and started putting up yards again, and at some point we were like, wow, he's just going to keep doing this forever. And then he showed up one year and it was gone. It has to and end. Okay. It has to end. And it usually ends badly. So my and, and, this and here's the, the thing I worry failing. about tomorrow is that the guy who ends it is Bosa, okay, is somebody like that who is on top of Brady five times in the game. You know, one of those situations. Their pass rush, I mean on Sunday, their pass rush is scary. And they're going to get the big nose tackle back. And he's good. Yeah. And you and you, and they got a lot of pass rushes, and they're going to come up that a gap. And, and listen, we know the Pat the Pats will be brilliantly coached, and they'll do everything they can do, but they might not have enough to do it. And they don't have any way to scare them with their offense. They don't have any, Gronkowski's a shadow 
of what he was, yeah. and and he hasn't and he hasn't responded mentally since they tried to trade him. And the bottom line is they don't have a deep threat, and 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 the Pats know. I mean, the Chargers know it. They know they don't have a deep threat, and and that's the bottom line. The only thing question I have is. Bray, Belichick was in the room to take away one thing. I wonder. I was having this argument with someone to, uh, yesterday, off the air, about what you would take away from the charges. What, what well, would so you take why, away? What would you take away? This is why it's a really good matchup for the Pats because Gilmore has been the best player in the defense. I think the Chargers have the best three defensive players in the game, and Gilmore is probably fourth. But I think he can take out Keenan Allen. And I don't think they're going to be able to really run the ball. I think they'll run the ball. I don't think it'll be like a dominant running performance, which means that Rivers has to find the other guys. And Mike Williams has been pretty good lately. I think they can slow him down. I I don't think the Chargers get, you know, maybe they're in the 17 to 24 range. And for me, it's a kitchen sink game for the Pats. You're right. They don't have a deep threat. They really miss Amendola. They don't have that second guy on third and eight that it's like, well, I know Edelman might get open. Who's my second guy that I know is going to get open on this play? They don't have that guy anymore. Nope. Michelle's been a disappointment as a, as a pass receiver. Right. They have this running back by committee where all of them are good at one thing, but not two things. And that's my fear is like on third and eight with those rushers coming at the, at Brady, what does he do? Where does he go? Who's this, who's this one guy that he knows he has? Cause it, it, it's really not Gronk anymore. As you said, he's, He's been a shell of himself. No, so. he, he's not the same. They've taken him away. And listen, they have a real pass rush. And you can see whether any one of their guys, I, I can see you. Uh, we sitting there saying, hey, wow, the Pats can't block these guys. And Yeah. Right under siege, and you know whether it's fifty-four or ninety-eight or ninety-nine, I can see those guys all over them and saying, "Wow!" And I can—I mean, the guy I see in my in 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 my game when I watch it is fifty-four. I say he's he's he he's just going to be a handful. I know Bose is good, but I see him more on the edge. I see fifty-four more inside, and I say. This could be a problem, a major problem, and I, I think I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think it's going to be a field goal game. I agree with you. I think it's going to be very tight. And the fascinating thing, and anyone who has any idea or feel for sports should understand this, you have to watch this because you might be seeing the end of something that has been a part of our consciousness forever. This yeah, could be the beginning of the end. This could be the beginning of the end. No, it's not the beginning of the end. This would be the end. Yeah, it could I, be I don't the end, think, yes. I think that's in play. But it reminds me, the game right before the Pats made the second Super Bowl against the Giants, they beat the Ravens, I think, like 17 yeah, and 14, they shouldn't something have. like that. They sh- they, they Ravens should missed have. a kick. They missed a kick, yeah. They missed a kick, but the play before, the out of bounds, uh, I think it was yeah. Lee Evans, yep. he caught the touchdown, yep. and Thurley Moore stripped him, and then they yep. had a missing field goal, and it was one of those, yep. wow, we stole one. Yep. Like I, I'm just saying that this is a sad thing to hold on to, but as a Pats fan, it's happened so many times. It's really hard to think that when they have to pull something out, even though the odds are, are stacked against them, that they're not going to be able to do it. I almost have to see it to believe that. I, it's not I Listen, what I said today was you don't have to kill them once. You got to kill them twice. I mean, you have, yeah. uh, it's, it's that way. I mean, the numbers are staggering eight and oh, since, since 2012 in that building in the playoffs, seven and oh against rivers. I mean, the numbers are staggering. Uh, and also I'm, I'm taking the charges. Advantage. I'm taking the charge. Oh, no question. I'm taking the charges 
plus the four. You're taking the Pats minus the four. We know that. I mean, you can't. You have no choice. You have to. You're, you're whole, you're yeah, whole. I know I have no choice. I think that I will say I think that line goes to three and a half. Before you might game. be right. You might be right. All right, let's get to the last so. game. Uh, do you believe in the – here's what I think of this game in a nutshell, and you tell me what you think. I think that the question you have to ask is this. Can the Eagles be standing with five minutes left and then go steal the game like they were against the Bears? The Bears let, yep. us, let them hang around. Will the Saints let them hang around? The old adage at the racetrack is if you're not there for the wedding, don't be there for the funeral. Uh, I wasn't there for the wedding. I thought the Bears were going to beat them. I think the Bears should have beat them. They didn't. Okay, and and they had the magic again. Forget the field goal. I'm talking about the drive, the dr- the two point conversion to the drive. Forget the ball on the four. I'm talking about when the Bears score, they should go up seven. They go up seven, get yep. a defensive stand, and get off the field, and good night. They didn't do that, okay, and that should have been the end of it. The bottom line is they left the Eagles around. Do you think they this team leaves the Eagles hanging around, or they put them away? No, no, and you're right. I, I was going nuts. I had the Bears, too. I had them in a parlay. I just need them to win. They, oh, they threw that brutal. game. Oh, that's brutal. It's brutal. That, see, I, I, I had the Bears straight in, a, in a regular bet, so I had already lost. You had them and lost on the kick. Oh, Yeah, yeah it was brutal. I've oh. never lost money on an upright crossbar combo oh, before. Oh, man. But it was worse than that. I mean, you know, not calling timeout when it was oh, at 150 please. and just oh, letting please. 40 seconds run off and oh, all the dumb please. things they did. Oh, I thought the, bit, the fact and that ha- they didn't not, pick And on, not having enough guys on the field to cover the last play to begin with. I know. And then, then not picking on that Eagles cornerback until the fourth quarter. Trubisky oh, was please. useless for three hey, quarters. He, hey, one scout said to me, Mike, the Bears should have been up 20 in the third quarter. I said, I, yeah, I, I know that. Yeah. But the whole reason I took the Bears last week was I didn't think the Eagles would be able to get to 20 points. I, uh, they didn't. They, they were at 10 points heading into, uh, you know, the last drive. That's a good call. That's a good call. I think that the Saints defense isn't as good as the Bears defense. The frustrating thing with the Bears is like they had it. They're up five. They're home. It's a Sunday. That's it. The game's over. Send it in. Send it to FedEx. You're done. Absolutely. And their how defense could they, how could they embarrassing. Bears got the ball back and did nothing with it. They could have no. kept the ball and then run the and played the four minute game and got the game and, and walked off taking knee. They couldn't do that. They punted it back and then their vaunted defense couldn't keep them out of the end zone. What a terrible! Forget the kick. What a terrible awful. loss for the Bears. Let me just say this to the folks listening and you listening to Bill Simmons, of course. The presser and you don't want to miss this, Bill, wherever you are. Tuesday, a uh, Monday at two. Adam Gaze will meet the media uh, two o'clock mm. on Monday, so you don't want to miss that thriller. Adam Gaze, Gaze will meet the media as the new coach of the Jets Tuesday, uh, Monday at two o'clock. So uh, you're with me. You're, you're on. You're on the Saints in, in this one. I am. I think this is our one chance for a blowout. And it's funny because we've seen this happen in, in sometimes with sports where they, there becomes some swagger with the underdog. Yep. And you know, I'm more well, afraid magic of the pixie nobody. dust. Pixie dust is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And uh, there's a name of a nickname for Nick Foles that we can't say on the air. Yes. I say yes. On the podcast, not on the yes. air. There's yes. a whole bunch of things. Right. God's in their favor. Nick Foles, a big God guy. Right. Um, but now, now the Eagles fans are really confident. And yet this line is eight and the saints have been the best team in the league and they're going to have the three best offensive players in the game. Not, and, they're, not and, and, they're, and they're killers and they're stone killers to end the game early. They're stone, that's their game. It's this, they, they, you know, they're, they're seven looking for 17 in the first quarter. 
And they and you know the Eagles. They had that Maddox who Trubisky started picking on in the fourth oh, quarter. Took Brees him is going to be picking on him in the first quarter. Where's I like, couldn't where's believe how, I couldn't it. believe what, what that they left that secondary alone in that game. I said the secondary would cost them the game, and it didn't. Trubisky did a terrible job. He really did. He had open receivers everywhere. Mm-hmm. And watch this: the Saints, the one thing they have not had all year is a deep threat. And he went out and got Ted Ginn Jr. just to run. The deep patterns and just yep. he'll catch two out of three. He'll drop one wide open. He'll catch two out of three. If he catches two, those are sixty yard plus plays, maybe for touchdowns. Ted Ginn will be a factor going deep. You can take you can take that to the bank. He brought him in there to go deep. Now the funny thing would be is if the Cowboys beat the Rams and the Eagles are winning in the second half against the Saints. I think this is a new love for Giants fans. <laughs> this is like really staring a Cowboys Eagles NFC title game. Could you imagine? Could you imagine oh that, that? Could you imagine if that division, that division, do you know the Giants scored the most points in that division this year? Can you imagine? Can you imagine if those two tournament they might have won? Can you imagine that those two teams, the two finalists, come from that division? It's almost hard to fathom. All right, before you go, little NBA. Here we go. Yeah. Celtics, have they regained their mojo? No. They have not. I thought it I thought it happened two days ago and it it has not happened. And it's the classic too many guys issue where they just nobody's really totally happy with the minutes they're getting. There's been signs of life. I thought they looked really good. Also Tatum hasn't but United. hasn't been what we thought he would be this year either. No, he hasn't. He has not. He is uh he has flashes, but for the most part, did not take the leap. And, you know, year two is usually historically guys take big leaps, and he yep. is not. And I'm surprised um, by that. I'm, I have to admit, you know, everyone canonized him after the dunk over LeBron, and he, yeah. has not, and he has not made the transition. I'm shocked. Hayward is once a week he's good. Yes. Um, Horford's been banged up all year. And, uh, you know, it's funny. Tyree has been awesome, and he's going to make the all-star team and be a starter. But he's but, he's missing a superstar chromosome that is really frustrating sometimes. Like last night, they're in Miami. They're on national TV coming off a blowout against the Pacers. All indications are like they're going to be down 18 in the first half or in the third quarter. You just you know, the, there's an NBA schedule of games every once in a while. You just kind of know. Right. That's a game where like James Harden just has 28 in the first half. You know, or like LeBron is like, we're on TNT tonight. I got this, guys, for the first couple quarters, then I'm going to bring you in. Right. And that's the one thing he doesn't really do yet. He's nope. he can do, he, really he efficient. Does, he does it at the end of the game sometimes, but he has not he does. done it. No, he doesn't do it enough. I agree with you. See, I gave you credit because I figured with the Celtics struggling, I said you were behind the Butler trade because you figured out a way to kill the Sixers. I mean, uh, so I figured <laughs> yeah. because I knew the day it happened, I predicted that yeah. was the end of the Sixers. You sent them an atomic weapon that will blow up and detonate their team, and there it is. It is already. It didn't even take them two weeks for it to happen. Yeah, it's like remember twenty four with Kiefer Sutherland. There was always the one spy at the yeah. at the headquarters. Yeah, That's we it. needed Jimmy Butler in there to blow things up. That's I guess all you I don't need. know. I have no idea. There's. I did Zach Lowe's podcast this week. We were talking about this. You could talk me into ten teams with a chance to win the title this year because. You know, there's there's a couple teams that are like a trade away from being really really interesting. The Bucks are close. The Bucks are close, but they're trade. They're another team. I don't. Crunch time. I, I am I winning a title with Eric Bledsoe? Like I don't feel like I no, am. No, but I'll tell you so, this: that you know what, Brogdon is a guy who is an 
unsung come player. On. That's a guy who shoots 50, 40, 50, and 90. That is a underrated player, that guy. Really underrated yeah. player. And then, you know, Denver. And the freak the is good. And the freak is really good. He is. He is amazing. Yeah, he is good. He's so li- he had, is really good. Freak had him versus Harden on national TV two nights ago. Harden's in this crazy scoring binge, yep. the likes of which really hasn't happened before. And, you know, Giannis was awesome, made the big play of the game. They're up four. Somebody misses. He does one of his super alien rebound moves, and all of a sudden he's nine feet over the rim and redirects it, and they win. It's really tough to beat somebody when they have the best player on the floor. Not easy. And he's the best player in the league. So, you know, they have to be taken seriously. I don't love their roster, but, uh, you know, when you look at what's happened with Golden State, where it's just, you know, I'm old, you're old. We've seen this with basketball teams. You can kind of see it's when over. the finish line's coming. It's over. And hey, it just, you can see it. I tweeted it a month ago, and you know how many people went nuts on me? Because I said, it's over for Golden State. Just realize it's over. It is over. It was over well, the day Cousins played, I mean, came to the team, and he hasn't even played yet. Cousins, it was over the day they got him, but now it's officially over <laughs> for them. It's over. Uh, yeah, I'm not willing to write them off yet, but I think this is the last dance with them. And let's be honest, the Knicks have a great chance at Kevin Durant. Like, this I, really the, might happen. I don't know if the See, I, fans... you know that stuff better than me. Do you think there's actually a really a chance that Durant would go to the Knicks? I think they're is an excellent chance. I, I love this. I really do. They need a I break really for a do. change. They need a break. I mean, I'll tell you this though. You know what I'm afraid of? This. Here's what I'm afraid what? of. Okay. And I don't know their cap. Maybe you do. I'm figuring that someone like Cuban gets him to go play with Doncic and that Doncic's going to be a great player. And he goes plays there. And those two could be scary for, you know, for a long time. I, if, if he leaves, uh, San Francisco, it has to be for his own team. Right. There's but no more. Like he did the be, Russell thing. But do, isn't did, that still – couldn't he still be his team if because Doncic's so young? Couldn't it still be nah, his team? Or it's already Doncic's nah, team? But, no, Luca is a phenomenon. He's I mean, great. He's, he's great. He's but the most you, imploring guy that's come in. in hey, six, he's unbelievable. Years. So I figure you put him and Durant together, you got a nasty team. Well, listen. Whatever, I don't – you might need to figure this out for your radio show. The Knicks fans need to get all the karma – Every sort of See, they don't have any karma. That's had. the thing. No, Knicks no, no, never have any karma. Family heirlooms, <laughs> you know, some watch that your great grandfather had from World War One. It's all. Everybody's got to get together and really seriously put it towards Zion and getting Zion. Because if you put him in MSG, it's over. You don't even need Durant at that point. It would be the most fun. How Having much Zion fun? How much fun would that be? See, the he's one so thing good. with him is one thing with him is he's going to be a liability. But he's going to score like crazy. But on the other end, he's going to get. Who does he? No, six because Evan he couldn't guard anybody on a perimeter. No, no, no. So he's going to get killed on one end of the floor. No, the the best thing about no, he. I I disagree. I actually think he has Draymond potential defensively. I really do. I'm telling you. I think offensively he's going to be unstoppable. He's going to be unstoppable offensively, but defensively he's going to have some trouble guarding bigger guys. He is. I don't know. I, I've that. been really impressed by how hard he plays on defense. Oh, I think he plays hard now, but it's a different league. You know that the guys he's playing against are going to be ahead bigger. 
I get it. I I don't think he could be your center, but I no, think no, he no. Could I think he can be your listen. I can be. Guy. He can be your three or four. But the thing is, he's just going to have trouble matching up with the size. Now he's going to kill somebody himself. He's going to be a nightmare that way. And you know, he's going to get better and better offensively. He's a freak. He's a, he's a, he's this the kind is, of freak like Barkley was a freak offensively. This guy's a freak yeah, offensively. Yeah. I would even say I'm gonna I'm gonna switch sports. He reminds me almost like young Gronk crossed with Barkley crossed with I don't know what else. But I like, like that, but I, I just think of Barkley because Barkley was a freak when he first came in. He's a freak. He was. You, you couldn't guard him. You couldn't guard him, and he got every rebound. You couldn't guard him. And he was on a fast break, the most frightening guy who ever lived. Yeah, I and mean, Zion I, is now yeah. up there. This guy is, but yeah, he's, I mean, and he's a fun player. He's electric, is what he is. He absolutely. The is. other thing is. Yeah. Let me just give a little shout out to Kevin Knox. I really like him. I think he's good. No, he's I, fine. They, I think that's a keeper. So no, he's fine. But is Durant the, is Porzingis a problem for Durant, or he's not good enough to be a problem? I think that's Porzingis that's okay. and Durant together. Is no, but I'm saying, you, but isn't it Porzingis' team? Well, you say he wouldn't go with Doncic, no. but he'd come with Porzingis. Yeah, Porzingis. It's like he's coming off an ACL. All right, all right, that's fair. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. That's not on the radar. Listen, Porzingis is going to be a really good player, though. Oh yeah, yeah, he is. Now, I don't know if he's going to be as complete. He might not be as complete as Doncic. Doncic's going to be a tremendously complete player. Well, he's Doncic is what you want offensively as we head into the 2020. No question. This guy who just creates for everybody. Yeah, he's going to be a triple double every night. He's going to be a triple double every night. Yeah. 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 Every night. There's no question about it. I'm uh, telling so right you, now, organize, who organize wins the, the championship karma right now. Who wins the championship right now? I would take the field against the Warriors. You would. Forget that. I would. Forget who wins the East. I don't know. I don't think it's Philly. I Toronto's probably the safest bet. I think Milwaukee's the wild card because of the trade deadline. And then the Celtics are the sleeper because if they ever figure out how to use all the talent they have, they're kind one, of the one. Let me sleeper. let me leave you with this, and we'll have you back on before the Super Bowl. And if you're in the Super Bowl, come do a day with me if you're coming to the Super Bowl because I'm going to be down there. Um, if you're going to come to Atlanta, um, what one thing has to happen for the Celtics to be good again? A two for one or a three for one trade, reducing fixing the minutes so that it's more of an eight-man rotation. I just think once you start getting nine, ten guys and everybody wants to play, it gets a little dicier. And they need, they really need Hayward to start looking like Hayward again is the other thing. All right, thanks. Listen, we'll talk again. We'll chat again. Thanks for coming on, and uh, good luck with your uh, old men up in Boston this weekend. I appreciate it. Have a good weekend, Mike. See you later. Phil Simmons, back after this.